0: Avec de Grand Robert. And now we welcome listeners to Radio 4 UK, broadcasting just to the United Kingdom, who have the added treat this week of joining us here on Radioactives Europe for our annual trip around the continent's capitals in Radioactives Euro Show.
1: indeed. Today on Radioactive, we go Euro-wide with Mike Channel in France. Bonjour. An adapter and Uncle Mike Stand in Berlin. Guten Tag.
0: Ours, bitte sein.
1: Mike Hunt in Madrid. Hello. And Sir Norman Tonsil in Saint-Tropez. And he'll be back with us in a fortnight's time. Yeah. As an enjoyable holiday. Well, we'll also be hearing from several of our European radio colleagues broadcasting in their own languages, but all linked by the international language of music.
2: Vous vous régalerez des délices rien hyper chouette de Radio X en Provence qui vous transporte sur les ondes à 1200 mètres avec de la musique super boom. Mais oui, ça gaz, la gaz, et dans ces clunks à la funk, strut your rump to the funk, bon Je vous offre une bonne sélection de big hits. Vous allez voir ce que je veux dire. D'abord le police, du 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 da da da. Puis les pistes avec du du ronron. En plus pas mal d'autres chansons. Allez voir par exemple Bubabluha, Boom Bang, Dingaling, Dikadum Dum, Duwa, Didi Didi Dum, Didi Didi, Papa Umba Wa, Baka Baka, Du Du, Du Du, Du Du, Du Du, Du Da La, La La La, De De Ah merci. Vous, vous regardez.
1: Well, Michel Lintar from our uh, sister station Radio East en Provence, and let's hear now from the grand old man, Mike Channel, who's in Paris and who, knowing him, is probably in some naughty Parisian club, the dirty old man.
2: Hello, Mike. Uh, not at all, Mike. I'm, in fact, in the Musée du Jeu de Paume, uh, uh, a museum uh, almost as famous as the Louvre, and uh, particularly famous for its fine collection of still-life paintings that I'm looking at now. <laughs> well, uh, leaving the museum and moving... Uh... Moving outside, I'm uh, now standing in the world-famous Champs-Elysees, the very heart of Paris, the very core of the French nation. If my French is up to it, I'm just going to sneak a word with one or two of the inhabitants. Uh, excusez-moi, monsieur, est-ce que vous habitez Paris? Hey, yep, sure do. <laughs> uh, well, uh, very nice to talk to you. Uh, if I could just catch a word with this young lady, uh, with her smart fashions and stylish shoes, must surely be French. Excusez-moi, mademoiselle, bonjour.
0: Bonjour, no? <laughs>
2: Bonjour, no. Uh, no, bonjour.
0: Okay. Uh, costa di chai? Are you Italian? Italiano.
2: Italian, no. Uh, not Italian. Huh? Thanks very much. Well, uh, <laughs> I just uh, spotted a young man in a hoop jersey with a string of onions around his neck wheeling a bicycle. Now, this must be a Frenchman. If I can just creep up behind him. Excusez-moi, monsieur. Vous êtes Français? Oh, give up. <laughs>
1: And we're indeed fortunate to have within our number at Radioactive Anna Dapter, a keen linguist who is going to chat to some townsfolk of Berlin. And translator, she goes along for the benefit of us back in the UK. So, hello, Anna. Hi, Mike. V Gates. Pardon? Wee Oh, uh,
0: jawohl. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yes, I'm talking to one or two of the locals here in the main square in Berlin. Entschuldigen uh, Sie bitte, excuse me uh, Wohnen Sie hier in Berlin? Uh, do you live in Berlin?
2: Yep,
3: sure do <laughs> uh,
0: Entschuldigen Sie bitte, excuse me Sie in deutscher? are you German? Ja Ah, sehr gut, uh, very good uh, Was machen Sie hier, uh, what are you doing here?
2: Ich bin Lehrer
0: Ah, you're a teacher, Wonderful. wonderful
2: Jawohl, yes
0: indeed Und... <laughs> Und was uh,
2: What do you teach?
0: Yeah, yes.
2: I teach English. I teach English. Ich auch. Me too. Und wie lange haben Sie Englisch gelernt? And how long have you taught English? 2 years.
0: 2 years.
2: Gut, also vielen Dank fürs Gespräch. So many thanks for talking to Und us. And zum Studio zurück.
0: And back to the studio.
1: Thanks very much, Anna. And there are very few people who can uh, conduct an interview in two languages, and Anna certainly doesn't seem to be one of them. Well, there are very few language barriers with Nigel Pry, very little language, in fact, and he's now giving European listeners a chance to find out what's going on in a typical London street.
4: Nigel Pry here in a typical London, behind me busking a busker, and as I approach him I... (laughs) Microphone, thump across his head and up now, moving quickly. If I can just a little distance away now, I tread in something squelchy off the pavement. <laughs> in the road, car squeezing past a big, small gap. I oh rip jacket on the aerial caught stuck. Can I yes, pulling up and jacket leak free from aerial, which springs back through windscreen, shattered glass, bent aerial, Nigel Ry, ducking down in a peaceful London where flowers and birds sing. I want and a bloody hell if you duck to my car. Large angry men shouting. If now I can just perhaps the smile, or perhaps it's Ooh, smack in the mouth. Fizz, back and ooh, smacked again. Nigel Pry, holds head and now knee. Ooh, Nigel Pry again, saying groggy feeling over now. I go coming up the pavement and back to something squelchy.
1: Well, Nigel Pry there describing the London scene, and let's go over to Rome where we hear from Nigel's counterpart, Nigello Pryo.
4: Nigel Lopraio, qua nel lunedì, Roma, a Roma è destra un ambulante come la vicino. Oi. Incianto il microfono, potrei camminando svelto qualche metri. E pesto qualche molle, qualche cosa molle, nella strada. Come Billy, mi sorpasso con un spazio piccolo. È strappato già, che bigliate si libra da a tannicchino. Ritorna per Terry Cristallo. Nigel la si riprendo nella Roma tranquilla. Cosa, in nome di Dio, l'ha fatto l'automobile, eh? Grande arrabbiato, grida, possibilmente un sorriso, wow, uh, un pugno in, in faggia, me. <ride>
1: Well, rock star Gary Clitter is currently sweeping across Europe. Uh, But he hopes to be able to put down his broom before long because he's just released a new surprise comeback record entitled Gary Clitter is Back. Before we go back to Europe, here's news of our Swapperama that we started up last week. And first on the list is Sue Mullen. And she's got an old Timex watch, and she'd like an Olympus OM2.
5: <laughs>
1: Stuart Banning's got a pack of cards, and he's looking for a stereo system or a video cassette. <laughs> Barry Jones has got a job down a mine, and he'd like a, a cushy sinecure at British Steel, nothing specific, although a chairmanship wouldn't be bad. <laughs> And Nigel Kennedy has got a Radioactive T-shirt and uh, wants his money back. (laughs) But now, back over to Mike in Paris.
4: Radioactive in France.
2: Well, uh, I'm currently in a French cafe just off the Champs-Elysees, and one of the interesting differences from an English pub is that French cafes sell boiled eggs at the bar. Uh, Hello, Michel.
0: Uh, hello.
2: Do you enjoy working with eggs?
0: We oui. uh, yes. Good.
2: Well, that reminds me, Michel, of an egg joke we have in Britain. It goes like this: uh, Why does President Mitterrand only have one egg for breakfast?
4: Oh, c'est très bien. <laughs> no, no. no,
2: no, no. <laughs> uh, then you say, I don't know. Why does President Mitterrand only have one egg for breakfast? We oui?
0: yes, good.
2: Uh, and then I say, because one egg's enough.
0: We. Oui. <laughs>
2: Uh, that, that, that's a joke. Uh, one egg's enough. Yes. Uh, and in English, enough sounds like enough. Enough. Yes, enough. Uh, sufficient. Plenty. Oh,
0: I see. That's yeah, right. I see. C'est très bien. You like yeah. it, yes? Oui, en beaucoup. Uh, Jean, André et Pierre, écoutez, écoutez. Que c'est euh, écoutez, pourquoi Madame Thatcher n'a pas plus un œuf pour le petit déjeuner?
5: Je sais pas pourquoi Madame Thatcher n'a plus qu'un œuf pour le petit déjeuner. Parce que un œuf est assez. <rire> oh là là, là <rire> c'est
1: And from one EEC country, we turn to another country. Uh, Not in the EEC. Because over in the Estadio Stadium in Madrid should, with any luck, be oh so daring Mike Hunt, who's going to take his life into his hands today as he
2: dons the cape of the Matador. Hello, Mike. Hello, Mike. Hello, Mike. Uh, well, as you can probably hear, the stadium's packed to capacity. I'm currently standing in the middle of the arena, and I can just see the bull over the other side. And uh, you're all prepared, eh, Mike? Aye, well, they've given me this very pleasant cape, which is uh, black velvet on one side, and then if I turn it over like this, it's sort of red satin. Uh, it could be sa- oh, I think the bull spotted me. Oh, and he seems to be making his way over towards well, me. Well, good luck, Mike. Uh, wish
1: me luck. Yes, good luck. Well, Mike now about to face that famous moment of truth.
2: You all right, Mike? Yep, just the gun going off, Mike. The gun? Right, got the ball.
1: I don't think that's quite the idea, I Mike. I win now, don't I? Uh, I'm not sure you were supposed to... Uh...
3: I don't know what all the fuss
2: is about, actually. Well, well done anyway, Mike. And
1: speak to you
3: later. I don't
2: know what this cake was for.
3: Radio.
1: And it's here now from the kiddies' favourite, Uncle Mike Stand, who is over in Berlin. Uncle Mike
5: Stand, Rain! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, great fun now as the kids get ready for the obstacle race that I've specially designed all on my own for our trip to Germany. Clever me, eh? Okay, they're all raring to go in the active T-shirts and hats, so, so here we go. <laughs> and they're off! And for the first part, they've got to pop the balloons. there they go, and finishes first. Only eight years old, he is. He's he's going under the tarpaulin, he's out the other side. Now, along the narrow plank, six foot off the ground. Yes, he's done it, and he's onto the barbed wire. There he goes, wriggling through. Now, all he's got to do is climb the big wall before the spotlight picks him up. He's he's, he's got there, he's he's going up, he's going up, he's up. And he's down, oh dear. And it's... oh... But we've had some fun today. Anyway, that's the
1: main thing. So so back to the studio. And here's some European travel news. Owing to an air traffic controller's dispute at Rome, flights in and out of the airport are colliding. <laughs> <laughs> You're advised to avoid the airport if it's at all possible.
5: And now, Radioactive presents... Commercial time. You know... Today's woman likes her man to smell really good. That's why I wear Candide. It brings a man closer to a woman. Excuse
0: me, is that uh, Candide you're wearing?
5: (laughs) It is. And you are wearing Candide, too.
0: You noticed.
5: And your lipstick is also by Candide.
0: Oh, very good. It is so nice to find a man I can talk to. (gasps) Oh! Oh, by the way, I really like your dress. You
5: don't think it's too loquacious? Oh, no, 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 no.
0: It suits you. And the matching eyeshadow, it's perfect. Condi it
1: brings the- a man closer to a woman. <laughs> paradise. I'm in paradise. Tropical beach at sunset. No noise but the waves lapping gently on the shore and the chink of ice in the pineapple daiquiri. And the swish of the wind and the leaves of the palm trees. No traffic but the line of native girls moving along the water's edge to pluck a fish from the sea and feel the last of the sun's rays on their supple brown bodies. Ah, incredible. And you know what's most incredible of all? This feast of natural beauty, this peaceful island of dreams. It's just 9,000 miles from Milton Keynes. And a quick piece of European traffic news, Uh, visitors to the Calabria area of southern Italy are advised to avoid routes R57 and R43, as a volcano has shed its load. (laughs) Motorists are advised to seek alternative routes, as there are thousands of people fleeing
5: homeless.
1: (laughs) And right now it's time for our European three-way quiz, and we have Pierre in France, Maria in Italy and Klaus in Germany. Hello there. Hello. Hello, and great. I'm going to ask you all, first of all, questions about your own country, and I want you all to spell the name of your native country. So, Maria.
0: I-T-A-L-I-A.
1: Very close, Maria. Actually, ends in a Y. <laughs> so, uh, no points there to you, Pierre.
5: F-R-A-N-C-E.
1: Very
2: close, very close, Pierre, but I'm afraid there's no such letter as U. Uh. Okay, and finally, Klaus. Uh, D-E-U-T-C-H-S-L-A-N-D.
1: <laughs> oh, hard lines! not even one correct letter there No one off the mark yet, no pun intended, Klaus And uh, now the next round, history Right, we'll start with you, Klaus Who won the World Cup in
5: 1966?
1: <laughs> hey? uh, England Yes, that's right, England won it England did, in fact, win the World Cup in
5: 1966
1: <laughs> And for ten points, Klaus... Who did they beat? I can't remember. It's worth ten points, Klaus. Could be worthwhile remembering. I'm sorry, I can't remember. Come on, Klaus, I'm sure you can. I'll give you a clue. Quite a lot of people you know live in that country.
2: West Germany.
1: Correct. England did indeed thrash West Germany in the World (laughs) Cup Final in 1966. Now, Pierre Lord Nelson was a very famous what? Uh, English sailor. Correct. And he won which battle? Trafalgar. Trafalgar. Correct. Who against? France. France. Correct. England beat France. Now, Maria, your turn. Anagrams. lussomini is an anagram of which fascist dictator?
0: <laughs>
1: correct. Who was from? Italy. Correct. Who pulled out of the Second World War halfway through? <laughs> Correct. Which country has come last in more It's a Knockout competitions than anyone? Else? Italy. Correct. Where does the mafia come from? Italy. Correct again. Who runs the mafia? My father. Won the World Cup in 1982. Italy. Correct. What's my favourite meal?
3: Spaghetti bolognese.
1: Absolutely. Good old spaghetti bolognese from Italy, where the good old mafia comes from. And who has won the quiz? Maria. Maria. That's right. The winner is good old Maria from good old Italia.
0: Well, just about to go out on air is the first episode of our new thriller serial. And it's being
5: broadcast live from Studio 4D. We present the murder of episode one by Jane Llewellyn Jones. We present the murder of Jane Llewellyn Jones. Episode one.
1: Well, Sergeant Black, I guess we might as well go back to the station. Yes, Inspector Jefferson, it seems like a quiet night. Wait a minute, my God, what's that? <laughs> uh
3: yes, by heavens, a terrible scream. And by the sound of it, coming from over in the bushes.
1: Quick, let's go... <laughs> Wait a minute, my God, what's that? Uh, yes,
3: by Evans, a terrible scream, and by the sound of it coming from over in the bushes. Quick!
1: Let's... Stop the car. <laughs> Sergeant, over here. Right. coming, sir. What is it? It's a woman. How?
3: She's been brutally murdered. How? I don't know. Why? I don't know. Who is she? I don't know. Seems like
1: there are a lot of questions to be answered. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's down to me, Inspector Jefferson, to answer them. Yes. Ha. 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 Ge- guess that's why you're the inspector and I'm only the sergeant. Oh, yes, I guess so. Ha. So what? Have we got to go on?
5: <laughs>
1: so what have we got to go on? <laughs> Just this.
3: What? By the side of our horribly mutilated and unrecognisable body. <laughs> A boot. <laughs> And unless I'm much mistaken, a size 11 boot, and
1: made by Reuben Goldberg of Endon. (laughs) Ha, ha, I didn't notice. (laughs) Guess that's why you're the inspector and I'm only the dumb sergeant. (laughs) (laughs) I guess so. Right, let's pay a visit to Mr... That
4: was episode one of the murder of Jane Ewellyn Jones. Mr. Reuben Listen again next week.
3: Right. Let's pay a visit to Mr. Reuben Goldberg. I think he holds the key to the mystery.
4: That was episode one of The Murder of Jane Llewellyn Jones. Listen again next week. Well, a chance now
2: to hear some music from another Briton currently in Paris in the middle of his European tour. A man for whom the name Style was invented. Uh, in fact, a man for whom the name Brian was invented. Uh, <laughs> and more precisely, Brian Ferry.
5: White tux and black bow tie, yes, in evening dress, I'm quite a guy. Jet-setting debutants are all eager for a brief romance. I'm the oldest new romantic on the social scene. Hit the nightclubs with a beauty queen and dance along. Lancelot Broke up with Annabelle Henrietta's daddy gave me hell Soon tired of Sarah Jane Marianne was part Virginia Plain i had even less success in love Than David Frost All my songs describe how I once lost a gal I had. Gal I had. legs and a long blonde hair. It was more than flesh and blood. Goodbye. Got down on my knees and begged her please to be my wife. Said she couldn't bear to go through life as Jerry
1: in berlin uncle mike stan now has the chance to get away from the children for a while and carry out what i think may well be his first ever interview with a real grown-up
0: Yes, indeed it is, and I'm talking, in fact, to the German Chancellor of the Exchequer, Helmut Braun. So, Helmut, uh, tell me a little about the German economy.
2: Well, of course, we have a mixed economy, Mm -hmm. and of course, we are heavily financially dependent on the EEC. And at present, we are still involved in fiscal negotiations concerning our contribution to the community budget. Uh, in the fiscal year ending April w- Would you like to sing
0: a song? <laughs> what? W- would you like to sing a song now, eh? Teddy Bear's Picnic, perhaps. Or maybe a little Bavarian song. Look, I'm Chancellor of the Exchequer. You don't know any little Bavarian songs, do you? Of course I do, but I'm talking... No, no, you're fibbing, aren't you?
2: Look, I happen to be one of the leading fiscal experts in the world, and I want to talk about how I balance the national debt and how I keep the Deutschmark stable. No,
0: you're just showing off because you're tired.
2: Let me talk about the
5: economy. (laughs) Yeah,
0: can you do this with your lips? Are you going to let me talk about the economy? No, give us a song.
2: Very well, I'm going to hold my breath until I'm sick. (laughs) Hello,
0: Mike. Hello. Everything all right over there? Yeah, he's just sulking.
2: I'm not sulking.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> you couldn't hold your breath, you? I could. You? <laughs> you couldn't? Could. Could. Yeah, could we'll could, we'll could leave it, you there, could, Mike. Could, could,
2: and, could.
1: Could. and the And time for our problem phone in. Is not Shut up, Mike.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and with us, we have our resident doctor, and today we're inviting calls from all over Europe, or even outside Europe, if you can pick us up and don't try and reverse the charges, okay? <laughs> right, you know the number?
5: 485
0: 6242. Or if
1: you're in Scotland. 0-0-0-0 one. Oh. and straight off today we've got a <laughs> And straight off we've got a call from Carmel in Madrid.
4: Oh,
1: she sounds pretty upset. Uh, doctor
2: Uh, I don't speak Spanish, I don't think.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right, so, Carmel, I'm afraid you'll have to sort that out for yourself. (laughs) Okay, let's go over to Liv in Norway. Hello, Liv.
0: Hello, Mike.
1: Hello, what's your problem?
0: I am coming with my boyfriend
4: to England in a few weeks, Mike. Uh Uh-huh. And the problem is, well... I'm a virgin, Mm -hmm. and you see, my boyfriend wants to share a cabin with me on the ferry overnight from Oslo to Harwich. Uh Well, what I want to know is, well, is it right to have sex before Harwich? (laughs) And uh, why does everyone groan when I ask them that?
0: Well, I
1: think you can only answer that yourself, Liv. And our next caller, I believe, is Miguel Gento. Hello. Hello, Miguel. And what's the weather like in your part of the world?
0: It's very sunny. It's very nice day. And are you near the seaside? No, it's about 20, 30 kilometers from the sea.
1: Uh-huh. So where are you calling from?
0: He's in Middlesex. <laughs> <laughs>
5: let's
1: hear from Vladek in Poland. Hello, Vladek.
5: Hello, Mike. I just wanted to tell you that the government tap our phones. No, we don't. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry.
4: The government tap our phones, don't listen to them. We don't.
1: They don't. No, we don't. Uh, well, we'll have to leave that. There seems to be a little interference on the line. No, there isn't. <laughs> well, thanks very much for your call, and that is about it from the Euro Show. Uh, all made, of course, possible by the miracle of international telephone lines. So it's goodbye to Mike Channel in France. Uh, goodbye to Uncle Mike Stand and an adapter in Berlin. If yeah, you pick up junk from our station, it's just on the phone. And uh, goodbye from Mike Hunt in Madrid.
0: Actors was performed by Helen Atkinson-Wood, Angus Deaton, Jeffrey Perkins, Philip Pope, and Michael Fenton-Stevens. Music was by Philip Pope, Steve Brown, Keith McCulloch, and Richard Curtis. And the program was written by Angus Deaton and Jeffrey Perkins. With additional material from John Candon, Marie Hunter, and John Doherty. With thanks to Salvatore Montanino. The producer was Jamie Ricks. <laughs>
5: That sadly ends the first in this new series of experimental link-ups, and Radioactive now hands you back to Radio 4. But before we do, may we ask listeners not to switch off all at once, as this can damage the BBC transmitter. (laughs) Thank you. And now for Radioactive listeners, naked women wrestling in mud. This week, Angela Rippon and Anna Ford show us what girls get up to when they take off their...